0: OK, so here we are. Welcome to my day 28 on the Camino to Santiago, redoing the Camino on my treadmill, following BK Lee from Korea on his, who videoed his Camino. He's leaving Los Arcos, heading to Logroño. I did this exact same walk, and uh, I, think I, I think that's the big hostel he was in that I couldn't get into. My friend Mark, the guy in New Zealand, from New Zealand that I met, stayed there. I was in a hostel a little bit up this road, if memory serves correctly. Um, it's lunchtime here on a Tuesday in Galway, Ireland. I'm on my treadmill. Is that the hostel I stayed in there? Hmm. Perhaps. You're thinking, who cares? I do. Okay. I hear voices. It's early in the morning here in Los Arcos. So, well, the first step, he's going from Los Arcos to San Sol, but at the end of the day, he'll be in La As I said, I did this walk. Oh, I forgot to hold my phone, as usual. So to count my steps. Um, so I'm doing this at lunchtime, so I got, I'll be tight for time people out walking. I was looking at my diary where I left off yesterday. I'll just quickly get up to date. There was a bit about my walk to Los Arcos. So I met the Terminator guy, Wen Camino Maza. I won't say the word. Uh, he didn't actually swear. He just said, Wen Camino. Uh, that's not a German accent. Wen Camino. As I said, he looked like the Terminator and he powered his way up the mountain with the sticks, using them like ski poles. They were just sort of well, kind of like an extension of his android robot body. And he powered up the hill. But my next notes after that were. Um, hold on. Were. Da-da vulnerable one. Am I going to say it? Why not? Go on. What's the worst that could happen? You could end up dying alone with no friends, no lovers. Oh well. That's... I've already made my peace with that option. I don't think it will come to that, but if it does, I have the good grace to put up with it. So here we go. I remember this way. This is the day that, I met Julia from Roma. I've been building up to this moment. Everybody. This is the day I get a million listeners, right? The whole of the world are tuning in. This is bigger than the Harry and Meghan interview, right? And it was really early in the day. I was either on this lane or at the end of this lane. I came to, there was something on my right, like a vehicle or a shed or something. And there was a little kitten. Oh, gorgeous kitten. Um, well I finished my notes from yesterday? No, let's... Uh, I can always come back to those when I'm stuck. So let's stick with the moment here. I was leaving. And let's hope I recognise the place. I feel it was at the end of this lane. Of course, memory plays tricks on us. That kitten would now be... BK, I think, did it a year after me, so... On his video, if the kitten showed up, Oh, my phone's on the Okay. Hold on a second. Today's going to be a dramatic day. Okay, and we're right off again. I do not want to miss the point... If I can spot it... Where... We saw where I saw the kitten, and Julia, from Roma, was interacting with the kitten. She was, oh, holding it up. Oh, I go up to 4K here again. Just past two people on the road there. She was holding the kitten, nuzzling it, beautiful little thing. Just cheered me up for the day. I'll just quickly say that one of my notes from the day before, after meeting the Terminator... I said, I thought about my cat, Billy, who died and cried. (laughs) I'm laughing now just to sound tough, you know? Hey, I was... I wasn't really crying, man. It was just, uh, you know, locker room talk. (laughs) I'm not making any sense now. So somewhere around here, there was something on the right that the kitten was in, and it was a shed or a vehicle. It was an object, so... Wouldn't it be great if I recognised it? And the cat was there, now a year old. And Julia was holding the cat, the kitten, nuzzling it. And of course, it reminded me of my cats and my poor cat, Billy. And was it up here now? There's a building here on the right. No, it's a wall. No. In my mind, it was almost like a horse box or something that... I don't know. Or a trailer or a caravan. Or maybe it was here. Um, and we exchange, exchange pleasantries over the kitten. Oh, hello, ma'am. How are you? Fine day for a walk. And... Uh, but we definitely sort of... It's just. It's nice when you meet someone who loves little creatures as much as you do. Now, was it here on this corner up here? I could just spend the whole video saying, was it here or was it there? It was really early on. And it set me up for the day, and I remember just holding the kitten up to my... kind of sat on my shoulder and nuzzled into my ear and purred. Ah, oh, such a lovely way to start the day. And then I ended up walking with Julia... Julia from Roma. And her friend Ilaria, I think. And there was another friend. She was a kind of bossier one who was moving ahead of them. And now, this corner coming up here could be where it happened. Where it all began. We can tell our grandchildren. (laughs) Now I'm giving you false hope here. About... Happy endings. Hollywood ending. Uh, let's see now. There's a house here on the right. Railings. You know, I guess... Could have been... Well, it could have already happened. I, It might have happened back in that laneway. I know I'm boring you now. You're saying, get on with it. But I have to spread things out. Just like, you know those Netflix shows that have too many episodes... I'm like that on steroids. I'm going to have a 162 episodes, am I right? or something... Oh, 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 coming up on the right is a truck. Could that be where the kitten was? Now this is... The whole audience is in hushed silence as we approach this truck... Most of you are probably listening on a podcast rather than watching on YouTube. Let's see. It's like a truck cabin. No, but maybe the kitten was just under that, because it's a kind of parked, you know, the truck without a front part on it. I think the kitten was under there. Oh, come on. We want to see a cat now. Come on. I'll have to put one in with digital effects. I'll probably do it really badly. Okay pretty sure that's where I met her. So after that, I walk with Ju- Julia from Ar- Rome and Ilaria, also from Rome. and their friend was ahead of us. And it transpired that Julia, I can't keep saying Julia from Roma. I, I think I've worn that one out. So Julia had spent time in Galway. She was probably a good bit younger than me, now that I think of it. And I just had a great chat with her and Ilaria. But Julia, oh God, the sky looks amazing here. This now, it's a dark, ominous-looking sky with a bit of light creeping through. It's really striking, though. That's the thing, blue skies are nice, but actually these kind of dark clouds are amazing. I could say it's like an Irish sky, but there's something different about it. Uh, we're passing people here, we're overtaking. I'm walking here, come on, I'm walking here. So, Buen Camino. So, uh, it looks amazing, the sky. You know, there's some paintings where they show like two thirds, top two thirds of the frame is sky. It's sort of like that. I edited a documentary about the Camino about a painter who walked it. Corina, was that her name? Irish painter. Painting for Miles was a documentary directed by Darvlad Lynn. It's funny, I decided... Uh, I'm coming back to Julia from Rome, don't worry. I mean, I've almost told the whole story. <laughs> after all the hype. This is what I do to you, I trick you, like CNN. Ooh, after the break the most amazing thing you ever heard you cannot miss this yeah right you can miss all of it you know you miss your life waiting for the next thing after the break you miss your life watching the binge worthy episodes <laughs> so you do oh james getting all moralistic now steady on old chap when can you know so what was I about to talk about there God, I've forgotten it now. It's something really cool to talk about. Something amazing. Amazing grace. Ah, sweet thou art. Oh, yeah. Was this what I was going to talk about? I decided two days ago or so, two or three, that. So I work in film and TV as an editor. Fine. Day job editing mainly animation now it's it's fine and I dare say I know a thing or two about it over the years um but I decided I'm going to I'm focusing on my writing my book and of of course doing doing my day job and doing this Camino which I could see becoming a book down the road God willing uh God willing and James willing and I don't know, people with money, a book publisher willing, and all those things. So, I decided I'm giving up film. I'm giving up film projects, like trying to come up with film ideas, pitching for different things. I've been doing that for years, and it all came to naught. And I did direct some TV before, but just in terms of my own projects, never worked out. And I'm focusing just... You have to make decisions in life. If you say yes to everything, you you know... Every time you say yes to something, you say no to something else. I hate doing it, that's a Tony Robbins quote, but it's not a bad one. I'm not big into gurus with all the simple answers, but I'll take the bits I like. I'll leave the rest. That's a uh, kind of... That's one of those 12 step kind of things. Anyway, um, where was I? So I decided that and I actually unsubscribed from different mailing lists where I'd get things about, oh, this is happening and that's happening and you could apply for this and that. Unsubscribed from all of them, which felt good. I even emailed some crowd to say, take my name off the database it was like I didn't want the temptation of any of that anymore just oh maybe I should apply for this no truth is got my book which is a kind of comedic farce type thing with the kind of romantic angle too I'm enjoying it really I think it could be good technically it could be I think it could make I see a lot of it visually could make a good film but those kind of the days of those kind of films getting made I don't know it doesn't happen so much anymore so you know small films who knows that would be great but it would be great if it got published and if people liked it and yeah if it was mega successful that would be amazing Um, but I also have a young adult book in mind that I wrote kind of adventure thing that I abandoned might come back to though because I have a lot of research on it but I also thought of a TV idea I had that could make a great young adult first-person book. Probably first person. Buen Camino. But first person I could see suiting the voice. But then third person is better if you have a lot of complex events, and world building, that kind of thing. We'll see. That's, but you know, I could write that as a young adult book, maybe a series even. and. Of books, and that could become a TV series. You look at a lot of stuff starts as books, ends up on TV or cinema, and I'm not even overly concerned with that. But I'm just saying, what I really want to do is write books, and ironically enough, that could be a better route into getting stuff on the screen. If things fell your way, you know, if 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 it was really good, really popular, etc., etc. But hey, writing a book that people like, that would be amazing. And making a living from it would be like, almost for me, the ultimate thing, you know? So I gotta put in the work and then let go. I've been thinking about letting go recently, it's an important thing. Hard thing to do, you can't, it's hard to physically let go. I think to let go of things, you have to fill your life with things that are important to you and, you know, the things you can control, make them worthy and important. Be nice to people and the things you can't control, you just have to kind of hand those over to whatever God, higher power, science, the universe, fate, their gods, you know, whatever floats your boat. I know some people say you can make everything happen by force of will. Uh, Well, I can't. I've tried it. (laughs) And uh, I used to have a script in my head about how things would go. If I say this, they'll say that, and then I'll say this, and they'll say that. The problem is, great idea. So I had some good scripts, oh man. Good scripts, I had some classics. Still have them. And, uh, in my head. Problem with the script for your life. Other people don't learn their lines. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. The other people never learn their lines. So I say my line. I'm thinking they're meant to... Now they'll say their line. And then they say something totally different. So then my next line that I had planned, I can't even use it because they... uh, Don't you just hate it when... Actors do that to you in your life. Yeah, I'm kind of like I turn around to them sometimes, go, hey, "Hey, who's the director here?" I mean, they're like, "Sorry, what?" And then I realize, "Oh, this is real life." Uh, uh, yeah, it's not a movie. I'm like, never mind, never mind. I just grumble under my under my breath. When you think you'd learn your lines? Anyway doesn't work. So, I guess the great thing about this, well, Camino on the treadmill, they're all my lines, and then in my book, I come up with them all, even though I find it hard, and I put words into people's mouths. Sometimes, I have people express opinions that maybe secretly I hold, but if anyone ever questioned me, I mean, no, no, that's, I don't think that at all. I, I... I'm a very nice, pleasant person with lovely thoughts. That person in the book just happened to think that that character, but that's not me. Don't you see? Isn't it great? See, in that world, I have control—certainly uh, a, a modicum of control—in my own, creative world I create. That's where to channel any fantasies one has about how one's life might turn out you know it's great to have creativity as a channel for that so god i'm deep today oh i'm good i'm on form oh yeah right yeah wonder how many of the million listeners are still listening so i would have still have been walking with julia from Rome for maybe 10 kilometers she had been to Galway. She was nice. We bonded over a kitten. Um, I was enjoying the chat. There's so little to tell in the story. Really. In terms of events. I'm just trying to spread it out. I'm trying to wait till we part. Okay, somewhere... At the end of 10 kilometres, which mightn't even happen in today's episode. Well, it won't if it's 10 kilometres. But maybe it was four. See, there's more than four, I'd say. We parted. Okay, I'll just tell you. And I said, uh, I got to stop here for a coffee, and her friend was really kind of wanted a motor on. And. Julia seemed disappointed. She's just like, oh. I said, well, maybe see you in LaGronia. Well, she said, maybe see you in LaGronia. And I said, if not, see you in the afterlife. What a stupid thing to say. I thought it was, what? Did I think it was mystical or funny or both? I don't know what I thought. I'm not good in the mornings. That's why I stopped. For, I always start walking and then get a cafe con leche at the first, you know, and a sandwich. Up to the cabocadillo, isn't it? At the first stop. Hey, maybe this is uh, Julia and Ilaria. I doubt they went back to next year to do it. They were planning a ridiculously fast schedule to do the whole thing. Anyway. Then after she left, this is classic me, I just thought. Well she was nice and oh I think she seemed to be interested in me. Oh it would be nice to meet her in Lagronia which is quite a big city, actually, and there was a fe- wine festival on there that night. And you're wondering if I at her, aren't you? Yeah. Keep listening. So, BK is stopping. Is it to take a picture? I don't know. looking to the left. The sun is coming up to her left. I'm digging those clouds, though... They look better in the front, oh, they're so dramatic. Remind me of the kind of stuff that, you know those, was it Paul Henry or something who would go to the Achille Island and paint? I say it reminds me of that, I I could be wrong. But some of those Irish expressionists, am I right? (laughs) I don't know, clouds and stuff, they'd they'd be into that kind of thing, you know? You know, they'd be into the old clouds and whatnot. Paul Henry was English, wasn't he? He's was probably. I say, old chap, I'm going to set up here in Achill Island, paint some paintings. And you Irish can all say how great I am. But we'll have to have some revisionism on that now. If that's going to oh, happen. No, Paul Henry, what a what an what an a-hole. The, 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 the real Irish painters were forgotten, or something. Could be true. Oh yeah, they need to be cancelled. Hmm. Jack B Yates—that was the other one. Wasn't there Jack B Yates and John Yates or something? They were related to William Butler Yates. Was one were they both brothers? Was one the father? We never know. and their paintings. One of them had a great painting on the Iron Islands with the men with the Kirks pushing the boats out. Jack, I'm gonna say Jack B. Yeats, maybe. If I'm right, you'll think I'm clever. If I'm wrong, hopefully most of you won't know. So, so there. Okay. Um, could go faster than 4K, but you know what? Couldn't be bothered. Oh, well, okay, 4.4, let's go. Let's do this. Let's do this. Saint Saul, is that the place I stopped for the cafe con leche? And Julia I walked on, perhaps. So yeah, like I say, I was looking at my diary from the day before this and there was one bit after i set off early on the road and my knees were sore, The Terminator overtook me. Then I was on my own and I started thinking about my cat Billy and cried. And then Mark from New Zealand appeared. We'd met the night before, had a meal together, Pilgrim's meal, had a walk the rest of the way with him, which was great. He told me like a story. He this he had done the Camino the year before and he was redoing it. And he had, he was well off, he could have done anything, but he enjoyed this. He did say when he was redoing it on day one, he was why am I doing this to myself? Oh my god, I closed my eyes and I opened it and everything's just golden brown. Golden brown na 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 Through the night. Da-da-da-da-da. Ever a sound with golden brown. The guy who played the wasn't it like the mm, harmonium or something on that, or who came up with that that uh, lovely melody, died recently. Oh this, oh my God, this makes me want to be a painter. And honestly, it's not a thought I have that often. I mean, photographer maybe, but not painter, imagine. Oh, painting this. Wow. You've got, in the lower third of the frame, just golden brown, rusted, rusty kind of colour of, is it cornfields or something? And then the sky is dark. Clouds that are kind of grey, grey, black, bluey, navy A mixture. of Oh, my God. It is stunning. I for those of you who are listening, I always say it's hard for me to describe, but even this is hard to describe, but a lot of the other things all I can say is there's a path and there's some trees on the left and right, you know. So I'm, oh my god, this is better. Wow. We're catching up on people. We're about to overtake, I like it. That's, that's got to, Hello Hello King speakers. So beautiful. Yeah. Listen to this. We're talking about it's so beautiful. how beautiful. It is. Yeah. That's not just me. Great. Good morning. Yeah, bye. How are you? Bye. A man on a mission. Isn't it nice when other people do a bit of talking and I get to. It up. Nice break for all of you. And for me, yeah. So let's go back to 4.5. Have some water. So the only note, I can look at, I look at the diary again, then I might, I might tell you more about Julia from Roma, or maybe I'll save it for later. But i uh, keep you in suspense. But I tell you, when I walked this, it wasn't as beautiful as this. But, um... um, One note I had made, I'm not really looking at my bullet points today, unless I'm really stuck. Seemed to me yesterday when I just, just go with the tangents. That worked in terms of me being able to just keep talking. How was it for you? We'd like to hear from you. Um, after listening to this, you'll get a, an email, you know, survey. We'd love to hear from you. Your chance to win an iPad or yeah, right. Just just answer this one question. Oops, there's about a hundred more. No, I love the way they want us to do all the work for them, filling out these forms. Sometimes. I do it less and less. Sometimes I did it out of a sense of duty or something. Then I'm like, yeah, he will cope without my feedback. But uh, unless, of course, I have something important to tell them. I used to say sometimes Google asked me questions. I would email them back and say, you really should give me a job. I'll tell you how to do this because I have good ideas about it. Funnily enough, I never heard back. I put that in, you know the notes, the other section, can kind we of fill in your notes? But, uh, obviously got lost, or got thrown away, more likely, in the waste bin of, whatever, of time. The waste bin of time. Um, I came up with something profound yesterday. What was it again? Anyone? Anyone? Um, Totally lost my train of thought now. So, oh, the note I had made in my bullet points, which is fast running out, because most of them I've done already, yesterday was. We were talking about meeting, should one hold out for the princess or the prince, the fairy tale, prince or princess, with or without a unicorn in one's life. I was making an argument for, you know, I'm a realist. I'm like, yeah, hold out for it. Just get married. You're a perfectly acceptable person, but both of you have to have your claws. Um, if a prince or princess comes along, I gotta get out claws. Otherwise, for better or for worse, to death do his part. I think, as a realist, that's, that's a really good option. What do you think? Let me know. Um, but the other note that I made, Uh, I hope I'm coming across as tongue-in-cheek because my tongue is a little bit in my cheek, at least, if not completely. Um, Should you marry somebody just because they've got a posh accent or, you know, a sexy accent? I wrote posh. I, I I say posh, and Irish people laugh at me and say, no, it's posh. I'm trying to split the difference here. Posh. Anyway, posh. Posh. Well, I'm posh, that's why I say posh. So, should you marry someone just because they have a posh accent? A lot of you are listening and thinking, no, of course, not. but, you know, you'd, you'd have to consider it at least. I mean, if they had a few other, a few other bonus points and they're not bad-looking either, as Irish politician Michael Lowry would say. Surely, you know, the posh accent, you'd have to weight that fairly heavily when you were doing up your numbers, your calculations. And, uh... Though, I, uh... I did go on a date with a very nice English lady and they took her to the Metropolitan Opera House in New York she was based in shall we say North America at the time I was visiting, I'd met her in England um, had to cancel the plane to Vegas, didn't quite work out, I was hoping you know I was going to say if things worked out well I was going to say hey you know I got tickets to Vegas booked in Elvis Chapel but uh, had to cancel that Otherwise, it went well, though. Nice weekend. Ah, Metropolitan Opera House. You know, I was going to say that was just before lockdown. It wasn't. It was a year before lockdown. But boy, am I glad I did that before lockdown. Um, Got a quick trip to London before lockdown. I mean, before we really knew how crazy this whole coronavirus was. And uh, what else? So... Yeah. When I'd phone her, though, she answered the phone, I'd say it's James. Oh, hello, hello. It's like, I could listen to that for the rest of my life. Oh, hello, hello. Is that some post colonial hang up of an Irish peasant? I.e., me. Perhaps. But you know, as post colonial hang ups go, it's not a bad one. I do have a soft spot for. Lots of accents, but English accent would be one. Like, yeah, the posh kind of one, like, oh, hello, hello. Um, If it was too posh, too kind of royal family, that could get annoying, maybe. But I also like kind of a little bit of cockney as well. London barmaids, you know, cockney accent, they kind of wink at you and they pull you a pint. It does happen. That wouldn't happen here now. It's really nice. I was talking to an Irish woman about it recently. Just the Irish aren't, at least my generation, aren't the flirtiest, are we? I don't think so. I don't really know how to flirt. Sometimes I do it without knowing. Certainly if I try, disaster. Disaster, get out of there quick. Oh no, I'm flirting, I'm trying too hard. Get out, reverse. Uh, 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 reverse reverse but if yeah if it just kind of happens it's nice I'm much more lighthearted than it used to be so that's that's the tone you want when you're flirting but yeah some london barmaids just i don't know I'm Just you know london women and the guys are probably flirtier too I was talking to someone from Ireland who went to England and was asked out on a date for the first time ever. She was like, what's wrong with this guy? But she wasn't used to it. When I grew up, it was just you get drunk and go to a nightclub and see what happens. It's not really ideal, is it? What did Dylan Moran say? People make a decision who they're spend the rest of their life with when they're drunk. He said, you wouldn't buy a toaster when you're drunk. So, oh, BK laughed there. He liked my joke. So, it's still looking beautiful here. And the golden... Oh, the sun has kind of gone from the sides, though. It's on, in the, on the horizon now, the golden streak. Clouds aren't quite as dramatic. It's still nice, though. We're about to overtake a couple, I think. So I would still have been walking with... Julia and Hilaria, their friend was ahead. Hello, uh, hello. good morning. morning. Buen Camino. They're not saying Buen Camino. Come on. You gotta say Buen Camino. Did get a bit tiresome near the end, especially the last hundred kilometers when there was just way more people on it. Yeah, and I was just tired. By then, I was just kind of getting through this. I'm like, someone says Brent Camino, I'm uh, bad. humbug. It's like the two guys in the Muppet Show. The old guys, what are their names? Remember them? Why do we always come here? I guess we'll never know. It's kind of like a torture to have to watch a show. Bum, 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 bum. Isn't that a great tune? The Muppets, I love the Muppets. Oh, and I'm thinking the Muppet movies. I haven't seen all of the original ones. I've seen a few of them. I must watch more. But you know they kind of did a reboot with what's his name, Jason uh, Seagull, is it? Buen camino. We over to we're pole position. Pole position. <laughs> This is exciting. Hola. And golden fields are coming up again. Oh, my God. Oh, somehow I'm thinking of chariots of fire. And this image has nothing to do with it. But that just popped into my head. Oh, there's somebody else. We're not in pole position, but we aren't nearly. Pole oh, position. Pole position. Da, 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 da. Dum 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 da-da-da-da-da, Hola da, 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 da BK is holding his phone up. I have to stop humming. Chariots of fire or I'll have to pay royalties. And I can't afford that. Da, 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 da. okay. But the Muppets reboot. Wow. Oh, look at these long shadows. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. As uh, for my agent, my, another another sample generic foreign accent. It's whatever you want it to be. Um, oh, this is lovely. Now we got, oh, my God. It's like the field to the right is bright yellow. Oh, I sleep, honestly. It is stunning. Oh. The sound is getting a bit rustly in my ears but that's up. Uh, turn that down in the mix. But um this is beautiful. Well. Wow. Let's go down to 4.4. Take this in. Get some more water. Oh. What are we doing time-wise? 21 minutes to go. 20 and a half minutes. That's doable. I'm sure I can find something to talk about. Muppets. Muppets, Muppets, Muppets. Um, yeah, the reboot. Jason Seagull. And then they had a second one. Oh, I love that. Tina Fey wrote the script, didn't she? I'm not sure, maybe not, but she was in it. I love Tina Fey. What's not to like, right? Um, As a Russian, wasn't it a Soviet kind of prison, gulag guard or something? Ricky Gervais, whom I'm not a major fan of, but he was okay in it. His name was... His surname was Bad Guy, but he pronounced it Badji. My favourite thing in it, though, they had <laughs> Kermit the Frog was stolen, was kidnapped, and sent to the Gulag. Well, he was there was a Russian evil frog called Constantine, and he looked just like Kermit, except for he had this black mole, sort of, well, cartoony-looking black mole on his, uh, you know, face, and. Uh, he was kind of there was posters from wanted you know evil russian criminal oh look at this light it's beautiful on the left we got coppery rusty on the right we got yellowy i don't know what could you call that it's not coppery that's just beautiful oh my god <sighs> Yes, it's official, I'm becoming a painter. Earlier, I said I was giving up the film business to become to continue to be a writer. Oh, I did have a story about that. I, I'll continue that story about the writing thing, about as soon as, you know, when you make a decision, then sometimes someone comes, pops up in your life and questions that and test you. They always have that in films, you know, with the mythical structure. The hero was tested Um, in the second act. Joseph Campbell talks a lot about that in in mythology. So uh, yeah, I was tested. Um, Okay, let's talk about that, then I'll come back to the moments. And then maybe if you're lucky a little bit about Julia from Roma. So um, where was I? Muppets, no oh yeah, so I decided that I phoned my friend Declan told him I'm I'm making a firm decision now, totally out of TV, other than, you know day job as an editor and uh, he sort of understood, he concurred and anyways, phoned my friend Mike of course Mike goes, oh funny you should mention that, I just got this massive commission, I'm like, oh no I'm, I'm in forget I ever said that so, of course, Mike was just teasing me. By the way, on this day, I'm pretty sure it was on this day or close to it, because I was walking with, I met Mark again this day, didn't I? I did. It was somewhere on this day that I got a call from a, co- a colleague, former colleague and of mine and Mike's. To tell me Mike's brother had died. I knew he was ill before I went on the Camino. I don't think they knew how serious it was, so just uh, take a moment to. Um, not getting into surnames and everything here, but just to. for his brother John. To, uh, and I did light a candle for him. I mean, it's all he can do, isn't it, really? It doesn't hurt. But, uh, and when we remember him, we remember all our departed friends. So, oh, this is so beautiful. You know, it's a nice time, looking at this lovely scenery, to stop and remember those who've passed before us. Like my friend Danko, who I mentioned on day one, the only person I actually knew who died from COVID. Of course, John Prine, I had met him, You know, when you listen to John Prine's songs, you feel you know him, you know his heart. So, we think of all those people. And we've got... Oh, my God, this... It's like the Yellow Brick Road. I mean... Normally, I say, you're better to listen to this podcast than look at it on YouTube, but... Just this particular one. Maybe I'm just exaggerating, but no, really, the quality of the light. And it's just yellow, rusty, copper, blue, grey, black. No real navy going on there in the sky. I don't really get... Well, you can get navy in the sky. Close to it, I guess. But this is just lovely, though. So... When I got the call about Mike's brother, I sat down somewhere to the right, But I think it was a couple of hours away from here. So um, yeah. So I was further tested, then I got an acquaintance of mine. Really, I met her on a course, and she was doing um, on one of these film courses. I've signed off all those as well. I didn't do too many, but I'm not interested anymore. Ooh, shockwaves just went through the Irish film industry there. Wait till I hold my press conference. The uh, Nasdaq will lose, you know, 10 points or something. You know, billions of dollars wiped off, I don't know, tech stocks or something when I make my announcement. Um, But she, we'd been texting forward and back. It was kind of, you know, during COVID getting bored. I saw her on Messenger, I was texting her a bit. And uh, every so often she'd mention it, but maybe me working with her, editing something for her. But then I, she mentioned it again recently, and I just texted back and said, no, I decided i totally out of film. And uh, just writing my books, that's it. And, you know, paying the bills, whatever that takes. And uh, she was like, oh, She didn't like it, like she was, oh, how can you say you seem disgusted by film and how can you be? That's how she took it, but no, I wasn't disgusted. I don't know. People sometimes find it hard to understand that other people feel differently to us. We all can be like that at times. She couldn't understand it, but anyway, I guess things like that test your resolve. I was like, no, no. I kind of over myself, and then I said, hey, I don't, I don't need to justify myself to anyone. Anyway. He said after attempting to justify himself, then she said, I oh, I was defensive. <laughs> anyway, we ended on a good turn saying, good luck with your career. They always say that at the end of um, those, you know those letters of rejection? I don't think I ever want to apply for anything you gain, anything that involves interviews or applications. I'm no good at that. I'm through with it. Other than you know, submitting a book for publishing, yeah. Fair enough. But that's it. And uh, this, what do they say? Unfortunately, you just, you get the letter, you, op- it, you know, once it's a letter, it's nearly always rejection, right? Like if, if you win, you get a phone call. Or so I'm led to believe. Ah, uh, I got one once, maybe. Um. So, it's funny, but you still have the hope. Oh, a letter. I probably didn't get it. Oh, but I feel I might have got it. I had a dream that I got it the night before. Does that count? Ah, uh, no. No, it doesn't. So. Um. My screen has gone kind of diagonal, sl- slanted on me now. I'll you know, I'll leave it like that. And, uh so yeah unfortunately you didn't get it that's the word you see it's always on the second line isn't it new paragraph and then but they always wish you your best in your future endeavors yeah do they really <laughs> what they mean to say well we wish you your best in your future endeavors but if you send in any more applications we're going to have to get a borrowing order out of you i'd almost prefer if they said that so you know just stop applying we don't have the time to read your crap. I'd be, okay, well, that was hurtful, but at least it was honest. So, uh, so that was that. And the Muppets, Constantine, the bad, evil Kermit. So he kidnaps Kermit. And and he then he takes the black mole off his face. Of course, it's a puppet face. He puts it on Kermit. And then Kermit gets sent to the Gulag in Siberia, run by the amazing Tina Fey. And, of course, Kermit ends up putting on a show and everything. But then Constantine just replaces Kermit, you know, in the Muppets. And they're in, weren't they in New York or something? And anyway, but what I loved about Constantine, he was there, like, I don't know who did his voice, but he's like, uh, oh, yes. Uh, I. I I'm Kermit, I'm Kermit, like, every so often he'd say that, like, you know, I mean, surely if he was Kermit he wouldn't need to say it, it was, uh, honestly, yeah, those first, the first reboot Muppets movie, and that second one, I don't think there's been one since, are beautiful, as are, in my humble opinion, Paddington 1, and especially Paddington 2, ah. They are just so funny and entertaining and heartwarming. And uh, good for kids and adults. Actually, I gave my niece, Joyce, a DVD of Paddington 1 and 2. Of course, I watched them first with my dad and then gave them to her. But actually, she watched one of them with us. And there's a bit where she was like... Six at the time, maybe, but Paddington gets shot with a tranquilizer gun by, it wasn't it, Nicole Kidman or one of her heavies. But I turned to Joyce and I said, uh, I said, oh, don't worry, it's um, it's not a real gun. You know, he's not dead. She goes, I know, it's a tranquilizer gun. I was like, wow. She's good on the old words, though. It's her birthday today. Hola. Hola. I just remember that happy birthday, Joyce. So, uh, yeah, uh, don't really talk too much about you know friends, family, acquaintances in detail. Happy birthday, we're allowed to say that, I think, to Joyce. So, I am getting near the end of my day. What is it, 28? And then I go back to work back to work so uh, oh God the light is just stunning. Maybe I'll get back into film business. oh yes I've been converted. I've seen the light get some applications in. Dear sir madame, please give me money. I know my, I know I'm not talented but but God I've been trying for so long. Just give me some pity money. I think they should have a pity fund. They say, look, we'll give you this little bit of money as long as you F off and leave us alone. You know what? That's what they should do. They should buy you out on the condition you don't make a film, ever. Wow. I wonder, could I blackmail the powers that be? Say, look, if you don't give me money, if you give me money, I'll see. yeah, I blew it. I've retired, and now I've thought of great plan. If you give me... I, I, I wouldn't be greedy. Like, just say a million euros, you know, it's just peanuts to them. They could hide that in... expenses. You know, like... those kind of... Uh, junkets or whatever. They could hide it somewhere, easily. Say a million euros, James Finland will disappear off the face of the fil- Irish filmmaking, world filmmaking scene. Never... Write any scripts again, never make proposals, never film anything. No, I wouldn't even film anything on my phone, like. I, I missed I missed the beat there, I missed the chance, didn't I? I actually think oh, hold on, someone coming the other way. When can we? No. Hold on. Um No, I I don't think I'm bad enough. I made, you know, a couple of mediocre efforts. I dare say I had some acclaim back in the day. But I'm a dinosaur now. Yeah, they should have a dinosaur fund. They should have a home for sort of um, washed-up dinosaur filmmakers. And they wouldn't, it's not like they'd be all in their 70s or whatever. They'd all be 40-plus. Retirement home. We all sit around and say, oh, the old days were better. We didn't have all the drones and all the fancy equipment. Ah, oh, yes... Oh, we were much better than the new lot. We'd just all be bitter alcoholics or something, but we'd have a bit of crack. We'd knock a bit of crack out of it, as as they say. So I have just uh, less than six minutes. Yeah, I've I've, uh, five and a half minutes to go. So uh, we covered a lot today. I won't be talking more about Julia from Roma, but uh, more to come on that. Stay tuned. I should hold these competitions, you know, when I say the word, whatever, bezinga, phone in, the 10th caller gets to talk to me, gets me to phone them up and say, you know, a special treat. I say, happy birthday or whatever. You know, one of those celebrity things. I wonder, could I end up being one of those kind of micro-celebrities? from doing this. And you know, during lockdown, they all have this thing that you can do a video chat with you for money or something. I'd be really cheap. (laughs) Let's face it, I'd be free. (laughs) Like this, like the podcast. I'm so desperate for a claim. I say, hey, I'll do free, um, you know. Hi, it's James here from Camino on a Treadmill. You know, James Finland from Camino on a Treadmill. As soon as you say from... I heard that in some comedy show on BBC, on Radio 4, they were saying, you know, if a celebrity is, if they have to say from after their name, you don't say George Clooney from whatever, you just say George Clooney. So, I, but I'd be James Finland from Camino on a Treadmill. In other words, who? What? Yeah, maybe I'll get on some cheap Irish panel show. Just sit there. You know those panel shows, all you have to do is be cynical and moderately funny. Yeah, the latter part is optional. Oh, I'd probably complain about it and say I'm selling my soul, but... I'd, well, it'd be better on English TV, more money. Have I got news for you? Or Do they even run those shows? I don't know. I always called it lazy television, or what's it? Never mind the bus cuts. But... I'd be happy for some lazy television with big paychecks. But I, if I signed my. Forgot the million euros, would I be ruling myself out of that? No, not necessarily. Yeah, I'm working on being a celebrity. That's why I'm doing this. So, uh, wish me luck. How are we doing here? Um, 57. Three minutes to go. And then I'm done. I'm cooked. Turn him over, he's done. That's a line from Lou Reed's song. What's it about? They said, like a friend of mine once said about Americans: turn him up, they're cooked; turn him over, they're done. Now that wasn't it at all. Something like that. Was that from *Last Great American Whale*? From the New York album. *Last Great American Whale*. Rest in peace, Lou. I saw him. Live maybe just twice, but the last time was when he redid the Berlin album. I saw him doing it in Cork. That was good. That was, yeah, really good. I think at the time that wasn't a major hit, that album, but it's sort of it was a sleeper hit. I don't know. The word hit sounds wrong in the context of Blue Reed. Velvet Underground. They were amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely marvelous. Okay, got a minute and forty seconds to go, folks. I know you're thinking, can you stay a little longer? If I am a little bit longer. What's that song? Can't remember. Um going to be a half hour extra at the end of this whole this day, day um, what is it day 7 but is, I'm not going to accommodate that in my day 28 or am I as soon as I say I won't do something another you know, voice in my head says do it it's uh, welcome to inside my head that's how I roll um, no i got to wrap it up Okay, so let's see, the sun's gone in, it's still nice, not as beautiful as earlier, 35 seconds ago. okay, I can hear some voices, people talking, sounds nice to hear, uh, will I go, will I wait for pole position? I don't think he's going to overtake them in a while. Ten seconds ago. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year. Woo! No hugging. It's COVID time. Great. I love it. When Camino, God bless. See you soon.